What is going on? My name is Tyler Sturvin. I'm the pastor of different church and I'm so thankful that you're joining us today. And if you want more information on our church, you can check out our website, dfrnt.church. But before we hop into today's message, can you do me a favor on whatever platform you're listening from? Will you give us a follow? And hey, if it blesses you, why don't you hit that five stars? Because all of that helps us reach more people with the word of God. All right, I'm done. Let's hop into today's message. Let's do it. Different Church, welcome. Hey, if you're hey, real quick, if you're watching online, uh, one, I just want to say thank you for being a part of our YouTube campus. But listen, this weekend's super cool because not only is our online campus joining us, but everybody a part of our 615 location is on. Our, so hey, real quick, wherever you're at, will you drop some flame emojis in the comments? It makes me feel really good about myself. Will you do that, okay? Or maybe it's praise hands, worship hands, whatever. Um, will you drop some comments and maybe start a conversation don't hey keep the negativity out the comments though can we do that can we do that for this weekend i would love that man we're in a series or no no no. we start a new series this week called ldr i'm, I'm kind of shortening it it's called love death and romans okay i was browsing through netflix the other day and i saw this show pop up okay i saw this show and it was called love death and robots and i, I didn't i've never seen the show but I saw like their logo and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's dope. I want to do it. I want to do it. So we started something called Love, Death, and Romans. For the next four months, we are walking through the book of Romans. And something super cool, hear me, something super cool we're doing on Instagram, Facebook, all of that, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we are releasing a verse or two verses, whatever, just a mini like 20, 30 second video for you to get the book of Romans inside of you, Okay. Because in Psalms 119, it says, how does a young person stay on the path of purity? How, how, how? By writing your word in my heart. I've got to get the word inside of me. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Listen, listen, listen. Here's what I'm going to tell you. This month, I'm growing. I don't know about you. I'm growing this month. This month is mine. Mentally, I'm growing. Listen, listen. You remember whenever you used to play like a video game and you couldn't beat a boss? The level got too hard. You remember when that would happen? What did you have to do before you could beat the level, beat the boss? You had to level up. You had to level up something, whether it was your equipment, something around you. And here's what I'll tell you. When you walk through a season that you can't beat, when you walk through to a boss, you can't beat when you get to a level, you can't beat. Sometimes you have to level up the things inside of you to get through the level around you. So I need some people around me that are going to level up this year. My finances, I need them to level up this year. My spiritual life, I need it to level up this year. This year, I'm leveling up. I'm leveling up. This, this month, this year, I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm not waiting for anyone else's permission to grow this year. Deal? So all this month, we're reading the Word. I'm getting in the Word. If it's 20 seconds, 20 minutes, 20 hours, I don't know. I'm reading the Word this year. And that's my commitment. And so every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, that's what we're doing. We're dropping a video, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, that you can get the word inside of you. But we're starting the book of Romans, okay? The book of Romans is crazy, all right? It's kind of like the most complex, the most complex book in the Bible, but it's also like the most simple book in the Bible. Like, it has the most deep thoughts in the world, but the deep thoughts are about the most simple truth in the Bible that Jesus came and died for us. That's it. It is a book 
all about Jesus. That's it. If you want to know what Romans is about, Jesus. And all through the book of Romans, you know what you're going to hear? By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. You're saved by faith. You're saved by faith. You're saved by faith. You're saved by faith. That's it. It goes back to, it's almost like it takes you back to the beginning. Because the, hear me, the older I get, the less I remember those things, right? The older my daughters get, the less they have to ask, what does my dad think? Why? They've gotten smarter. They've gotten wiser. They've gotten stronger. So you know what they don't have to ask? Let me ask my dad. When they were small, frail, weak, young, you know what they had to ask about everything? Because they couldn't get into the drawers to get food? Let me go ask my dad for provision. But the older they got, the less dependent they got on me. The longer I spend in church, the less dependent I get on the saving grace of God. I get smarter. I get wiser. I get stronger. I don't need him. No, 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 no. At all times, I have to understand how weak I am. At all times, I have to understand how broken I am. So yes, I may be getting smarter and wiser in the things of God, but I'm also continually the weakest person possible. I can't do things without asking my dad. And Romans brings us back to that. Romans goes, hey, let's talk to dad today. When was the last time you talked to your dad today? And that's that's what we're doing. Love, death, and Romans. We're going back to dad. Deal? Are we good with that online? Are we good with that? We're going back to dad today. So if you have a Bible, we turn to Romans 1, okay? Romans 1 is where we're going to be at. And it's crazy, hear me. When you think about Paul, who wrote Romans, he's talking to a church. You would think the first thing, if I was a pastor, right, and I'm preaching to a church, what's the first thing I would probably do? We'll come back to church next week. Don't forget to give. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe. I'm saying all this stuff. You know what the first thing Paul says to do? Not read the Bible, not worship, not any of that. You know what the first thing Paul says to do is? Share the gospel. Share the gospel, that's it. The first command Paul says, share the gospel. What? That's the last thing I ask people to do. Because I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. No, 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 no. Share the gospel. So if you have a Bible, you turn, turn to Romans 1, verse 16, and that's where we're going to start today. What's up, everybody? My name is Darius. Welcome to the Different Church YouTube campus. A couple of things I need you to do before we jump into today's message. Subscribe and hit the notification button so you can stay up to date with all the sermons that we have coming up. A few more things. If you're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Different Church Nashville, hit that follow button, hit that add friend button. Follow us, stay up to date with everything that we got going on. Also, if you are a different church member and you call this great church home, hit that generosity tab if you feel so led to, to give to our church, to give to the vision, to give to what we have going on and to give to what God put on our hearts for this city of Nashville. And uh, last thing, wherever you're watching from, hope God speaks to you in a mighty way. Here we go. In Romans 1 verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. Woo! It is the power of God at work. Look at this. And we're going to talk about this a little bit. Saving, what's that word? Everyone. That's, I don't like that word. I like saving holy people. No, it says saving everyone who believes. The Jew first and also 
the Gentile, in verse 17, and we're done. This good news tells us how God, what? Makes us right. Makes us right in the sight of God. Look at this, verse 16. For, look, look at what it says. For I am not ashamed of this good news. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to talk about what Jesus did for me. And here's what, listen, we have too many quiet Christians. We have some cute Christians, but we have quiet Christians. I need some ugly, loud Christians. God wants some wear your heart on your sleeve, messed up, bloody, bleeding, whatever. We need some messed up, ugly Christians that aren't scared to talk about what God did for them. That's what it that's what we, but we have some cute, quiet ones, right? You go to church on Sunday, you got your little hat on, you got your boots on, you know, you look cute. But then, you know, you go throughout the week, you forget about God, you forget about the church, you forget about stuff. But hey, 10 a.m., Sunday morning, I'm there, same outfit. They, I, I'm telling you, people, I, <laughs> let me just keep going. Isn't it, isn't it frustrating when you have like three cute outfits and you just filter through those things every single weekend? That's what we do. Just, hey, you didn't, I just mix this denim up with other denim and I hope you don't notice. I hope you don't notice. No, no, no. He's saying, hey, 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 none of this matters. None of this matters. I need some ugly, loud Christians. I need some people that are going to share what they've been through. We have to stop inviting people to church and start inviting people into our story. But it's e- what, what's easier? I would rather invite you to my nice, cute church and sanctuary and cute worship. And I don't want you to see the dirt that I've been through. I don't want you to see the mess that I've been through. I don't want you to see the addiction that I got brought in. I don't want you to see me. And it's like, no, no, no. The powers in your story, why would you not bring them to your story? Because the dirt you've been through is the same dirt that will help clean somebody and what they're going through right now. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But it's easier just to invite to a church. It's easier just to share a meme, right? It's easier to, no, no, no. When was the last time you, rather than sharing a post, sharing a meme, sharing a song, when was the last time you shared your story? When was it? When? Mine, I mean, I try to do it. I try. It's hard because I don't want people to know what I've done, to be honest with you. And, I, and, and it's crazy that the word says, for I am not ashamed, right? Like, I don't know anybody that's actually ashamed of Jesus, right? Like, of all my friends, and I, I know some crazy dudes, okay? None of them are just going, man, I'm not talking about Jesus out loud. No one says that. But I think they're not ashamed of what Jesus did. They're ashamed of what they did and what Jesus brought them through. That's what they're scared to share. So when he says, hey, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. This is the same dude. Paul is the same guy that got done murdering people, literally killing people. Three weeks later, a month later, he walks in. Hey, let me tell you about this dude named Jesus, right? He wasn't ashamed. Hey, he wasn't ashamed. Everyone already knew. Everyone already knew his mess ups. And he wasn't ashamed. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not. In the word it says, for while we were still sinners, Christ died. You know what we leave out? For while I was still a sinner. We just like to say, well, Christ died. No, no, no. 
while you were still a, at the club, while you were still at the club, Christ died for you. While you were still sleeping around, Christ died for you. While you were still looking at porn, Christ died for you. While you were still drinking too much, Christ died for you. Don't leave out the front because the front is what brings the power to it. That's what people relate to. So if you've had troubles connecting and sharing the gospel, you're just sharing one half of it. You've got to share the, for while I was still a sinner, Jesus died for me. That's where it's at. There's, hear me, there's power in your past. There's power in your past that somebody needs. And you're holding it back from them. If you knew how to heal somebody, why would you not heal them? If somebody's walking through what you've been through, but you're too scared to tell the dirt you've been through, you're hurting them. There's power there. That's where your power's at. And can I talk for just a second? Can I talk for just a second? Have you ever wondered what's at the root of homelessness? I used to try to describe it to my husband that um, I said, I feel like I'm in this big spider web and I'm stuck in there. And how wraparound approaches at missions aim to make a difference? It's the things like that. The people who communicated that in spite of my rough edges, that they authentically cared about me. On the Restorers podcast, we'll talk to experts, investigate current issues, share stories, and give you an inside look at how we at Water Street Mission tackle issues related to homelessness and poverty every single day. Join us by searching Restorers wherever you find your podcasts. Your story will take you places diplomas can never take you. Your story will take you places your resume could never get you in. Your story will take you places money could never get you. Your talent can't take you where your story will take you. It can't. But that's the last thing we use. No, God set you up. God did something in you to promote you, to elevate you. But the moment you diminish that and get shameful because of it is the moment you stop moving in the calling God has for your life. He gave you the story for a reason. Use it. But now, can I tell you something real quick? Your story will get you into doors, but your study will keep you into doors. Okay? Your story will get you somewhere, right? Tyler had the crazy story, but it was my study that kept me in those rooms. My story got me in, my study kept me into the rooms. And right now you've got a story and maybe you've been using it, but that's it. No, 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 we've got to grow. We've got to level up. We've got to get to the next thing. And that comes from reading this word. That comes from praying. That comes from worship. That comes from quiet time. That comes from getting on your knees and saying, Jesus, I need you. I need you. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. Well, let's see what it says in verse 17. Well, in verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. Yeah, we're still in verse 16. Look at this. It is the power of God at work. And this is what, sca- listen, this is what scares the church people. Saving everyone who believes. The Bible doesn't say Jesus saves everyone who obeys. The Bible doesn't say Jesus saves everyone who reads the Bible. The Bible doesn't say Jesus saves everybody that knows every worship song or went to Sunday school. No, the Bible says he saves everyone who believes. Believes. 
There's not enough singing you can do. You can't sing your way into heaven. You can't dance your way into heaven. You can't study your way into heaven. You can't stack enough chairs, youth group kid, to get into heaven. You can't do it. There's one way to get to heaven, and that's trusting that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of our lives. That's it. That's it. We're going to get mad at some people being in heaven whenever we get to heaven. I'm going to be real salty at some people that never used to show up to church. I'm going to be mad because I was there every single week, but they're going to be up there. I'm going to be like, man, I did all that work. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. If I believe, if you believe, if you believe, if you believe. And that's it. That's, that's what this word's about. All I have to do is trust him, believe in him. But we'd rather do everything but believe, wouldn't we? Let me work. Let me show up early and go to church. Let me do this. Let me start in Genesis and read like three days on January 1st, 2nd, and 3rd and stop. Let me, let me work my way into heaven. Dude, you don't want to do that. You'll kill yourself. You'll never be enough. You're not supposed to be enough. That's the goal. That's the point. And you've, you've worked really hard. Can I talk to my church people real quick? You've worked really hard. Stop. Can I tell you? Stop. Stop. It's not get, you're, you don't look any better. You don't look any better to God than someone that's not. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't have to prove anything to your dad who loves you unconditionally. That's the point of unconditioned. There are no conditions in which he won't love you. Even if you see someone leave right after the service and you're stuck stacking these chairs, doesn't matter. There is no, and whenever you live, hear me, and I'm not saying don't say, I'm not saying don't do it. If you feel called to do it, do it. But you're not going to make God love you anymore by doing it. And that, hear me, that's where the freedom comes in. There's nothing I can do or not do that can make him love me. So I get to just live my life here. I get to just enjoy Jesus. I get to enjoy the people Jesus has around me. I get to enjoy stacking chairs. And if I mess up, I mess up. That's it. I just mess up and God still loves me. That's it. And so there's no, and that's what he's talking. Hey, he saves everyone who believes. Just, just believe, just believe. But do we really believe Jesus with our whole being? And that's, that's a different question. Because if, if I really believe Jesus is the king of my life, my finances look different than they do today. If I really believe Jesus owns my life, my marriage looks different today. If Jesus really is over my life, my parenting looks different. I'm not trying to get my kids into college. I'm trying to get them into the kingdom, okay? My parenting looks different. Does, is Jesus over every fiber of my being? Is he the king and is he the Lord? That's a different question. That's something we have to really talk about. Do I really believe? Not think, believe. Do I? And that's tough. Do you? Would, if, if we took an audit of Tyler's finances, do I serve Taco Bell more than I serve the kingdom? That's the question. If we, looked at, if we looked at my parenting, do I tell them to clean their room more than I tell them to run to their little kid's Bible? Okay, that's the question. Do I pray for my wife more than I complain about my wife? That's the question. Because when I believe in Jesus, all of those things change. My priorities on all of those things change. It's kingdom now. It's kingdom. That's it. And that's tough. 
Do I really believe Jesus is coming back at some point and I'm trying to get everybody up there? Do I really believe that? Not it's cute to show up on Sunday and hang out. No, do I really believe? Because every neighbor would know about Jesus. Every coworker would know about Jesus. Every friend I have would know about Jesus. If I really believe, if I really believe that there's a hell and there's a heaven, there is no, there's no, ah, you know, I'll do this halfway. No, no, no way, no way. Get hit by a bus or don't get hit by a bus. It's not, okay, just sideswipe me and just kind of take, no. I'm getting you out of the way of the bus. That's it. And I don't know where you are, dude. I have no idea. Because look at what it says right at the end and we're done. I promise we're done. I'm done screaming. Saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. Verse 17 and we're done. This gospel, this good news tells us how God makes us right. He makes me right. And you've got to ask, have you made yourself right with God? Like if when you get, and it's not one of those, man, I've done church camps where the dude goes up. If you got in a car accident today, would you be in? I'm not saying that. I'm asking you right now where you're at on your couch, on the treadmill, in your dorm room. Are you right with God? Are you? Really ask yourself, am I right with God? Have I brought my sins and my story to him and allowed him to take it? Am I right with God? That's it. Because that's what the gospel does. God's able to look at you and see you like Jesus, not like Tyler. That's the gospel. That's what Jesus does. But are you right? Have you never given your life over? You say, hey, I've actually never, I've been to church, but I've actually never said that prayer. I know so many people that go to church for 10 years have never actually prayed, Jesus, take over my life. And if, you, if you've never done that, let's do it today. Let's do it today. But maybe you're somebody that you've been in church a long time. You said the prayer a long time ago, but you need to make it right today. You need to make it right today. Let's do it. Let's pray that Jesus would be the Lord, Master, and CEO of our lives. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We praise you. We give it all to you. And God, I'm so sorry whenever I've, <laughs> I've said I believed in you, but my actions don't match up with what my words say. God, I give it all to you today. But I'm sorry when I've been a quiet Christian, when I've tried to look cute, when I've tried to impress people, when I've tried to, ex- when I've tried to impress Christians more than I've tried to impress Christ. God, I want you. I want you and only you. Nothing else, no one else, nothing else matters. The amount of money in my bank account doesn't matter. Where my kids end up don't matter. All I want is you. Because when I get you, everything else will work out. I know it. I know it. It's in your word. I know it. So, Lord, we love you. We give you everything this morning. It's your name we pray and everybody said, amen. Hey, what's up? My name's Tyler and you are a part of our different church YouTube campus. And I just want to say thank you. I'm the pastor here. And here's a few things that you can do to stay apart. One, subscribe and hit the notification bell. Be alerted anytime something drops or releases. We want you to be a part. We want you to be encouraged and inspired and figure out what your different is but maybe you want to tell your auntie your uncle your cousin whoever maybe you want to send that just share it because what i've learned in ministry people will open a link to a church long before they ever open the door to a church and maybe you're on instagram or facebook or twitter follow us different church nashville be a part see what we're doing every single day and maybe last but not least you're an og you're a real one you really want to get plugged in 
All you got to do is go to different.church. That's D-F-R-N-T dot church to find out more about us, the church, uh, how to give, how to be a part, all of that. But I love you, and I will see you next video.